Loud Pipes is brought to you by our Patreon supporters. If you're interested in helping the show and receiving rewards for your contribution, check out loudpipes.net slash donate. It's time for Loud Pipes, the podcast centered around motorcycles, the motorcycle experience, and other automotive diversions. Recording from RDub Studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, or wherever sufficient bandwidth can be located. Here's Rich Warfield and Rico Bogan. Loud Pipes, episode 45. We are fresh off a road trip to Atlanta that resulted in over 700 miles of riding, including some great mountain roads of Tennessee and North Carolina. In this episode, John hits us with a big surprise of some exciting news that we can't wait to share with everyone. The main reason we went to Atlanta was to record content for Loud Pipes, and we'll be providing a preview of those conversations later in the show. Look for episodes to be released weekly for the next several weeks as we finalize and publish the content from our trip to Atlanta. Now on to episode 45. A bit of a disclaimer before I play the conversation. We generally try to keep the show family friendly. And for this occasion, and since John completely surprised us, we left the audio raw and unedited. This does include some explicit language, so you've been forewarned for the remainder of this episode. So this conversation takes place the night we arrived in Atlanta, while we were doing what I thought was an equipment setup for the next day. John had other ideas. So here is that conversation as it happened. All right, you wanted to do something, John? Go ahead. Sorry. You know, so so Rico, let's kill the music for a minute. Let's have a little chat. Right. Guest four is quiet, not saying anything. Wow. Well, I don't know why. Takes a minute to get warmed up, I guess. So we should do a pre-show talking about the ride. That's a good idea. Jim. And get it, get it kind of head of the game so we get it all done so we don't have to ram it all down since it's fresh in our memories. Right, right. Good good point. What do you think, Rich? That's fantastic. All right. <laughs> I don't know about So the I name. think you, you, you started off the whole trip. So uh, how, how many miles did you get in? Yeah, you left first. Yeah, I left at about 6.30 from Raleigh, or Durham, I should say. All right. It was raining. Oh. Was it sideways rain, mist? No, it was, it's kind of on and off. Okay. It's kind of interesting, not too bad. Well, it's on and off all the way. So uh left the house, headed over to uh, Dunkin' Donuts to meet Rich, and on the way, that's about 100 and I think it was 170 miles to meet up with Rich. Okay. But boy, hit north of Charlotte, and it freaking downpoured. Oh. And I was like, oh boy, these oh. boys are going to have some fun today. If this keeps up. Oh, man. So how much of that did Rich see? Of, of the rain? Of the rain, yeah. Well, Rich only got, got a little bit of rain when he left Charlotte, a little bit south of Charlotte. Not much. It wasn't much of a downpour. Oh, kind of rainy, but. So he, he didn't get too wet then? No, he didn't get too wet. Okay. Wasn't bad. All right. Because I don't want him making a big deal about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So. I, then we, I wouldn't have got wet at all if I had to take John's advice and put the rain jacket on. <laughs> Well, then he would have been sweating and interviewed my bitching later in the yeah. day. I did. I did put the pants on, but my my riding jacket did leak up a, a little bit because it was like wet here in the shoulders, under shoulders, under your arms. No, like on the front side, under your nipples. Not under that. No, just outside the. <laughs> oh. oh, 
cool, cool. Yeah, so that wasn't bad. And then we, you know, drove down. So I think the whole trip was, let's see, um, you guys said it was, what, two, you guys got 298, 268 in Rich? I think 268, yeah. So add another 100 and, you know. The dashboard says 299, but that includes a short ride I had the other day for the week. Yeah, so, you know, it wasn't bad. Okay. Yeah, let me look and see how many miles I did because I... Uh, you know this is this would be overall. So let, let me take a quick look. Um, I did like four thirty eight to get here. Four thirty eight. All right. Yeah. So it wasn't bad. Okay. Been so a long day though. So from my house to Atlanta, it, it took us uh, one hundred eighty eight miles. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Not bad. But man, that traffic coming on eighty five sucks. Oh, ridiculous, Suck. wasn't it? Ridiculous. And then it was hot. Man, when the sun popped, it was like boiling. Yeah, and, and then I hate to say anything. I know we might have listeners listening to live in Atlanta, but man, sorry, sorry to hear that, folks. Because oh, I'm ready to get out of this town. Oh, no doubt about sorry. that. You know, then we went out to dinner tonight. It was pretty cool. Yeah, where would we go? Houston's. Houston's, not the one one block from the hotel, but the one three miles <laughs> from the hotel, <laughs> which well, took a half hour to get there. Well, you know why, right? Why? Because Justin lives over there, or not Justin? Uh, Aaron lives over there, and that's, you know, she just walk close home. to her house, yeah. And stagger closer, on home. Mm-hmm. Closer work and everything. How it kind of talks, she doesn't have a car. She just has motorcycles. That's true. And a, and a work vehicle, right? Nice. Yeah. Wow. Hard that's cool. Well, good for her, though. Wow. What an amazing woman, though. Yeah. What an amazing woman. And uh, we're going to have her on the show here. Yeah, next, next show or next, you know, sometime yeah. here we're yeah. going to have her coming up and ever come on a show we're gonna have a nice interview with her i think that's gonna be fun yeah yeah it's very interesting she's got a lot of good stories i can just tell you know just for talking with her tonight she's got a bunch of stuff she can share and just just those little moments that you have when you're riding a motorcycle and you're just kind of showing off a little bit yeah and uh, she's got a lot of those uh she could share with the with our listeners so it's gonna yeah. be great yeah so rich how was your ride down i mean pretty much you and i tagged up and yeah, the ongoing saga of the windshield. <laughs> so, so a new verdict on that. Yeah. I I have to say it was a little bit of a help today. And I mainly left it on because of the rain. And I figured, well, it'll just keep some of the rain off. And it did. And it really, the buffeting didn't bother me today. So I don't know if I'm getting used to it mm-hmm. or what. But, I mean, even up to 90 miles an hour, it was still fine. Cool. What, 90 miles an hour? There's really no difference. Yeah. <clears throat> Once you hit 80... Like, it's really no different after that. It's all the same. <laughs> it's all, all the bubble head experience. Yeah, your head. Yeah, you can't see, so it doesn't really matter how fast you're going. Right. Did you have to, did you look through it? Did you slump down or look? have to look over the window? No, I tried to stay over it today. So okay. I tried to, like, stay up real tall just so that I'd, my vision was always over it. How'd your back do? Not bad. Yeah. I got a little sore, like, up in the middle of the shoulder blades, okay. up in the top. But, no, like, no pain in the lower back, which was nice. Huh. That's a change because normally you stay. normally yeah it's normally on the right side the lower on the right side huh. so yeah all good today and I know it was a short ride for you so that was, that was <laughs> like was a like, sprint over already sprint, you're like oh yeah, yeah. Like, oh it's all right here the oil's just getting warm I know right <laughs> yeah, I felt that way too when we got here I was like oh it's already it's over all? <laughs> it's um, like I'm gonna feel bad coming home on Sunday knowing that Atlanta's this close I know yeah. That's pretty cool. But it was a fun ride, though. You know, I was expecting to do a lot more rain riding today because I was, you know, I had mentally prepared for 
rain the entire ride to Atlanta. So, and you're like bundled up, bundled, ready to go. Right. So I didn't happen. Yeah, exactly. The boots, the gloves, I had it all. I was ready for the rain and nothing. Yeah. yeah the funny thing is, as soon as we meet up with Rico, it's like the rain just like disappeared and it was just away. And then, yeah. There's a few sprinkles we had. A little rain dance, and away it went. Away it went, yeah. But, you know, the other thing we'll have to add it to the mix is, you know, the Senna's verdict is kind of out on those. We've got to figure out that little problem we're having. Yeah, um, some, something's still not right, because two two people together, they sound fine. You you bridge in the third call, and it just goes. One or many of them pick up way too much noise, and then the third one you can't hear at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, seemed- like... Yeah, I would pair with Rico, sound great. Pair with John, it sound great. I would pair with John and Rico, and then what sounded like my bike picking up all the noise. It was. And sending it to you guys and back to me at the same time, and then we could hardly hear John at all. Yeah. It's like someone just turned his volume all the way down to like 10%. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I think we got to mess with that. Maybe, uh, you know, get up to Teleco and hook up Matthew with those guys and see if they can... Help us figure out the deal. Yeah, and I wonder if there's any kind of uh, microphone sensitivity adjustment oh. we could do for the noise gate or something. I don't know. You know yeah. I know we still have the steep learning curve of riding. Yeah, but it's something with hooking three of them together, though. Yeah. I, I, because any two of them, even the two of you guys, was fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, we re- talked. It almost. was just three. Yeah, yeah, we talked fine. But we had the problem when we left your house, it was noisy. Then we got to the rest stop and relinked and it was great after that then we get to rico's and then yeah went to shit so well i think the only thing we haven't done is we haven't relinked i gotta tell our listeners too that uh rich is over here playing with his toes (laughs) i am yeah Yeah, i'm like picking my nail a little bit like trying to maybe i should have cut them a little entertaining yeah gross at the same time You want to pass me that bottle over there so we can continue sharing the liquor? Yeah, yeah. Let me get my swig. Yeah. No, I'm saying with my with my dirty foot hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I meant. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's what I meant. Man. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. My cable is too short. <laughs> that sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> so, anyways... It's pretty cool. So, uh, you know, guys, normally, talking through the show, in past episodes, I don't have much to say on this. Oh, But, you know, now since I bought my first bike, that's all going to change. You what? What happened? What did you just say? Wait, what? 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 Well, stop the press. Stop the recording. What, wait, what wait. Hopefully, this is recording. <laughs> you what? What did, what did I just say? Didn't you hear it? <laughs> now that you bought your first first bike, bike. this is like, like a bicycle bike or a motorcycle bike. Now, how many is this? Like a ten speed or a twenty one no. speed? No. Okay. All right. Tell us. What, don't leave us in suspense. I. Okay. Yep. Bought a bike, man. What is it? Spill it. Bought a spider. You did buy a spider. Really? Hot bought a sp- dog. Bought a spider. Damn. Awesome. Hot damn. That's awesome. And here I thought it was just playing around recording. Like, that's awesome news. Yeah, that is. That's, that's like why shocker. This is, a spider. Holy crap. This is news. That's why I kind of wanted to do this tonight. Wow. Was I've been holding this for probably a couple months playing this out. What? <laughs> that's so bitch. <laughs> I've been playing this. Snookered. 
hoodwinked. Not not a clue. Not a, yeah, I didn't see it not coming. A clue. I did not see it coming. I know you were looking at it, and I know Natalie had said if you did ride, it would have to be something like that. And we looked at a couple, but I figured, ah, it's just fishing. Yeah. Yeah, he's just checking the waters or whatever, but holy shit. Yep. So, so gotta go back and farther deep. Awesome. So, so, so just so you know, yeah. the WRX Della. Yeah. Will not be making a trip to Barber. Oh. Oh, Even shit. Now that, I got to get luggage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you ain't putting all your crap in my bags either. So, Richie. Wow. <laughs> It's going to Barber. I am blown away. I'm speechless. I, I, did, did you guys speechless? have any idea? No, not no. an inkling. It's cool. Wow. I thought it would never happen. If you got secrets, tell Johnny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tell like John. shop. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yep. Confining John, he won't tell yeah, a soul. Yeah, give pass that liquor over here, will you, please? <laughs> I'm gonna need some of this. <laughs> yeah. So this is gonna be. This is why I want to do this tonight. So. Mm. Oh, give me that. So, so, so we can talk about this. This is kind of neat. So kind of give you the back ends. You know, about three weeks ago, I went down to the DMV and took the lovely motorcycle permit test in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Nice. After sitting for three or two and a half hours waiting at the freaking DMV to take a 20-minute test. Wow. Took the test. Government at its finest. Yep. Well, the interesting part was they closed at 6 o'clock. Before... Four o'clock, there's only a couple people open. Now, all of a sudden, four o'clock turns around and everybody started. They had all the lines open. Huh. And all I had to do was go to the machine and do this test. Wow. Oh, sorry. It? Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was what I did. Took the test, got 20, passed it 100. Nice. nice. So, written on the computer, yeah, the computer test. Yeah. Not everyone gets it the first time, right? <clears throat> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Well, <laughs> and, and, and then, and then you know, we kind of been blowing things off this last weekend, mm-hmm. saying I had something going on. Yeah. Well, I went over to the locally, local Harley dealership and took the new riders course. Nice. What? Holy cow. So, totally under. We're going to oh. be up all night. Oh, my God. This is awesome. All right. So tell me how. Did you enjoy the course? You know, the course wasn't bad. What what frustrated me with the course was at the dealership, it felt like they, I mean, they did a great job, but yeah, it seemed like they were doing a sales pitch. Yeah. Don't you love this street 500 and it's uh-huh. 22 horsepower? <laughs> and, and then, you know, it's like we had to be done by a certain time because the dealership had to close. So I had to do Thursday night, a Friday night was classroom session, you yeah. know, and, um, an interesting side topic. Let's see, Mister Warfield can get this one. Oh, what yeah. is the number one selling motorcycle in the United States? It beats all our other Harleys combined, and all Japanese models combined. Wow. Well, it's got to be the Sportster, or the Street Seven Fifty, or maybe even the Five Hundred. No. Is it Two Fifty? No. Is it not a Harley? It's a Harley. Really? Oh, snap. It's a Harley. Stumped. So, so this, this one Harley will sell, outsells all the other Japanese makes. Yeah. And all the other Harleys combined. Well, the only other one would be the Street Glide. Bingo. Street Glide. 
Har- sell a crap ton of those things. That is the biggest seller. I was told at the dealership. The biggest seller. Street guy. Yeah, the remember, one that you don't like. But remember, we looked at the sales numbers one quarter, mm-hmm. and we saw all the, tour- the touring bike was like a huge number. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. So so the class was, it was, then we took the, the class, and I was freaking nervous, dudes. Yeah. I was worried about the clutching, because I've kind of done some uh, shifting well, you, motorcycles in the yeah, past. Yeah, but if you drive a stick every day, you know, it's almost, it's, it's built in already. Somewhat the same, but somewhat not. I mean, it's yeah. different stuff. It's, it's just straight up and down, but. But wait, but hold on. So the Can-Am have a clutch or no? Did you get the one with the clutch? I did not. And it was due to. Because it's only the cruising one, right? No. I thought only that, the no. one that has the pegs forward is. No. All the models can have clutches. You can get clutches or you can get automatic. So would you like to know what I got or you want me to talk about the class? Yeah, finish well, the class. Finish the class. Yeah, I just wanted to know about the clutch, that's all. So class, you know, Saturday morning, freaking toasting, <laughs> 80 degrees out. <laughs> And, and it could have been raining. It could yeah, have been, been wet. Yeah. yeah, and I bought gear, and I've got to tell you, something, all the gear guys I've been researching, jeez, <laughs> I got some. I got some sick gear because that's part of the requirement of the wife is uh, good gear. Yeah, be padded up. I, I got gear, and I'm 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 all bored with it. Mm-hmm. So I got a uh, Cortex GT Air <laughs> 4.0 jacket. This big pimp. pimping. <laughs> and, and I have to honestly tell you, I was out there Saturday in this jacket, and it was not bad. Really? Nice. I took the, I only had the mesh. I mean, I have shoulder pads and elbow pads. Oh. And, uh. What? I'll just see what I was. Nice. If I, if I was doing something I needed. No. Oh, no, no. I was just, I didn't, I didn't want to cough on Mike. Oh. So. <laughs> I'm so, a professional. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we did that. You said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, moving on. Moving on. A little too much drink over here. <clears throat> so, we, uh, so class was, it started out slow, got better. Um, a little interesting on trying to walk with a bike and push the bike. And it was a street 500 bike. Okay. Did you have to pick it up? Did they do that too? Nope. Didn't have to pick it up. They didn't make you drop it and pick it up? No. no. Kind of cool thing is they did have all the safety pieces on the side, so if you did tip it, you kind of, you know, didn't wreck the bike. So if you drop the bike, do you fill the class? During the evaluation, you do. Hmm. And it was uh, over Saturday and Sunday, it was 14 exercises to go through the class. Hmm. And then there's five sections of evaluations that you have to get done. So it was a very interesting, and I think for what it was and what it offered, I think it was a really good class for anybody to learn or take riding. Which 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 part of that was the most challenging for you? Doing sharp ninety degree turns mm. at slow speed. At slow freaking speed. Was the left side or the right side the hardest? That I can't tell you. I don't remember that well. Um, that I don't remember. I don't think I can turn to the left, to be honest. <laughs> I could, I could turn to the left all day. It's the right I have to a problem with. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's uh, weight or something. I'm used to going that way. I don't, I, I don't. But I have a NASCAR. Is that what it is? Always left. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. So, so I mean, I mean, I was nervous. I slowly got the pace. The instructor was really cool. We had five people in the class, five other riders. Oh, cool. Uh, me and another guy was the only two 
you know, we were new riders. There's another guy that had a uh, CVO 2015 really? that he had. Which which one? That I don't remember. I don't think it was a breakout. Okay. I don't remember. And it then, don't matter. Don't matter. He spent a lot of money. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And then another another guy in the class was going to, he had a gold wing and a magnet, and I think he was talking about buying a street glide. Wow. And, and then the other new rider was a, uh, was a Raleigh PD officer. So was, we had a police officer wow. in the class. Oh, cool. So he was pretty cool. So did he give you any tips or uh, things to what police look out for as far as new motorcyclists? So not really. Um, if I understand correctly how it came out, I think Raleigh PD, and I don't hold me correct, but I don't think they chased after motorcycles in the city. But he did share some stories about motorcycle wrecks and and what is left after Right. One wrecks. Um, oh, yeah. Not much. Not much. <laughs> yeah. You're scattered across the city streets. Yeah. <laughs> they, so. they they clean you up with a broom. Right. right. So um, the the interesting one talking about, if you want to talk about crashes, was our instructor talked about his, uh, he had an accident one morning and he um, was riding a Dyna and uh, it was early in the morning and a deer ran out in front of him mm. and he hit the deer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the next thing he, re- first thing he remembered, one thing he remembered before it was, he said, tick, <laughs> he couldn't get the whole word deer out. And then, uh, next thing he remembered was some guy trying to wake him up. Wow. And, right. uh, he, uh, they took him off in the ambulance to, took him to the hospital. The state trooper showed up and said, I'm looking for a guy that just came in. And the nurse says, he's over there. And he looked at the guy and says, no, that's not him. He's like, yeah, it is. Um, his mat, his, he had a full face helmet on. And his whole shield and everything was scraped up. And he said if he did not have that full face shield, his face would have been destroyed. I think uh-huh. he slid. I think the number was 219 feet. What? Yikes. So. Holy cow. I know Richie over here likes wearing his... Um, Half face. Once in a while, I like to wear that half helmet. Half helmet, so just just let you know, Richie. It's a risk. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's just so. to say, hey, look at me. Yeah, so. Ain't that pretty? <laughs> so class, I mean, class was kind of stressful. Certain points got better. Um, as soon as things started getting comfortable, it was like, okay, well, now we're changing exercises. Yeah. It's just when you get used to it, it's like, all right, we're going to go to the right now. Yeah, so uh, we did this on Sunday. It was pretty fun. We started to... Um, they're in the parking lot. They have a course to, you know, stray away in the turns. Right. I think you did it with Wendy, didn't you? Didn't you do the new rider class? Or? Uh, yeah, I put her through the uh, the paces I had to go through in my class. Uh, me and my brother took it together. When we took it, we took it twice. Uh, one, the first time uh, we took it, you still had to go to the DMV to and take their driver's test to get your endorsement, but. Uh, um, doing that whole process. <clears throat> the next year, if you took the class, you get your endorsement right then if you pass. So right. we took it the following year and uh, got our endorsements that way. Sweet. So we took it twice, which surprisingly, I learned more in the second time around than I did in the first time. Mm. Yeah. I don't know what it is about it, but Relax I Relax or more. Yeah, I think it's, it's, I mean, you know what? You kind of know, know what, what to expect, expect right? Yeah. You know what to you know expect, and I think it may, it started to click. 
you know, uh, the second time around. So uh, I encourage anybody, if if you've taken a class and if you've written for a year, to go back and take a refresher class because it'll just instill yeah. the good uh, patterns, behavior patterns when, um, um, in your writing, if I yeah, take that right. Yeah. I can see that, though, where <clears throat> after you've had a chance to ride a bit, you know, you kind of, you've had some experience on the street where you, then you go back and take the class and it's like, oh, okay, now I know why you do this. Right. Or I, now I know why I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing. And right. Yeah. There's, I need to take it still. I haven't. You haven't taken it? I thought you did. No. You know that boy. Yeah. All right. So hold that thought. So John. <laughs> I'm rebel. <laughs> uh, do you feel that you learned a lot in the class that you wouldn't have learned, you know, in years of writing? Probably. I mean, it's kind of somebody new, not never riding. Yeah. Yeah. If I was hanging out with you guys and having you guys close by to kind of show me the ropes, mm-hmm. then it's a different story. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it, I think it really helps to set, set the foundation in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Like now you, you at least know what you're supposed to do and you can practice that versus you pick up some bad habit and then you can't break it because you've always done it that way. Yeah. yeah. I, I know if I was on a motorcycle, I'd have one bad habit and that is not using the foot and brake at the same time. Mm-hmm. I kind of favor the hand, the front brakes, right. more than the rear. And I, I saw that in class. Um, one of the, you know, as we went through, we did the co- the, the track and stuff. <laughs> one thing you have to laugh at is they're like, okay, so I want you to take off. I want you to get second gear and I want you to slam on your brakes. And just <laughs> far of a distance. And I'm like, like what? what? And I'm like, okay, driving a car to get to second gear, I got to be up to at least, you know, 10, 15 miles an hour mm-hmm. and slam on brakes in this amount of time, there's not a lot of room. Right. So, I mean, it took some practice, but yeah, I did some of that, you know. It was kind of cool. Yeah. Weavings, I got kind of got weavings down so I could do weaves and, you know, so I kind of got some of that stuff down pretty cool. Cool. And then... Do you do obstacle stuff too? Like they make you drive over two by fours? And, yeah. I had to drive over. Yeah. We had to do a course at one point. It was on Sunday where they sell two by fours and you had to, you know, lift up and go over them and go around them and bear over them. And then we got in like a, kind of like a course, you know, it was a straight two turns and kind of S's. And I started getting, going through that and, you know, we couldn't pass. And the, the one guy that the other new, new guy was like in first gear. He didn't get out of first gear and he was just trying to get comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was, I was following him and that was kind of good for me because it kind of like built up my confidence. confidence. Yeah. And then I was ready to rock and roll. And I was like, okay, let's go. I'm ready to rock this thing. Now, do they do the test where they make you lock up the rear wheel and bring it to a stop? So what they have you, so, so if you want to get to that evaluation part, there's five evaluations. And yes, one of them is breaking where you take off and you need to um, get to a spot and you need to slam on brakes and stop as quick as possible. Hmm. Um, and then the other one, I mean, so, so the evaluation part, the, the five exercises, um, Unfortunately, the guy, the instructor goes, okay, I don't think anybody here is going to fail. Everybody's shown over the last couple of days, nobody's going to fail. I think if most anybody's going to get 10 points. Okay. So 16 is going to be your max that you can get and then you fail. Well, unfortunately, I failed the first what? round. First writing test? The first five tests, the first evaluation. Yeah. And it was all nerves. My stomach was just nerves. yeah. And, and <clears throat> was the, was it was it because you didn't turn your head far enough when you turn were turning? 
Well, so so I failed on so the 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 two tests I failed on. I know which one was. One of them was starting from a start stop point, taking off and doing weaves. Okay. I f- went in too fast. I had it too fast, and I ran over curves, and I put my foot down, and I screwed that one up. Okay. Screwed that one. Then the next one I failed was a ninety degree to the to the right. All right. And I screwed up that. I think I put, turned my foot down. And then as you went across, you had to go across this box diagonally and do a U-turn and come back. Uh-huh. And uh, that one I failed. But the other three I did, I passed on. And the other three were uh, a breaking, which I just said. The other one was a swerve. And to train your brain to say, when you're going down the road, you see an object in the middle of the road, and you need to swerve and not let off the throttle is mind-blowing in my opinion yeah <laughs> <laughs> because while we're practicing i would left the throttle because that's kind of a my opinion yeah. that's a natural reaction now it's you like, guys no, can no kind of give your input yeah. but kind of like okay you're going to swerve you got to go to the right and swerve don't left the gas yeah yeah that's so true and that's so true well, it's just mainly weight transfer. Yeah, the whole problem. That's exactly what it is: is weight transfer. It's like you want to you want to keep the pressure on the wheels even, and when you let off the when you let off the gas, you know bikes decelerate quickly, as you yeah, probably you found in the class. Yeah, and then you get a lot of pressure on the front wheel. Yeah, and then the last one was doing a doing a straight and doing a curve. I probably would do the same thing. I say that's the problem with not having taken the class is I, I know all the concepts from the class, but I've never actually taken it. Taken it, yeah. So I, it's I gonna be to interesting. To I need. To I think you should take the class. I just want to see. <laughs> just this guy. Just want to see what happens to his ass. <laughs> so I mean, it's it's he's got some bad habits. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, so the kind of cool thing, kind of going back to the class of the, you know, I could have taken it at um, community college, but I took it at the dealership because um, the dealership I took it at had a pretty sweet deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they give you a you get a free street glide. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, they give uh, part of the class. They give you a a one day full rental and two half days. Nice. And then you get like one hundred fifty dollars off if you buy a Harley. Have you taken the rental yet? No. Oh man, oh, there's our mountain ride. Yeah, can, can you combine it? I don't think so. Hmm. Uh, think so. We'll have to well, ride. We'll it, ride up that way. Well, <laughs> I don't know if a mountain ride would be appropriate. On your first ride. Well, I don't mean I mountain. Think, I don't mean I, mountain I, ride. I just mean like the three of us get out for a day. Yeah. Yeah. I, unfortunately, I, if I had to go take one, I'd probably be the Street Five Hundred, a small one, just not something if they rent big, those. Yeah. All oh, they prop they most likely do just something small, light. But uh, the interesting thing to talk about was the how these bikes are used. You know, one thing that I guess I kind of figured out at the end, and they never really said anything, was the friction zone on the clutch. That I'm so used to the car of not riding the clutch that you burn it up, mm-hmm. and these are oil, they're basking oil, yeah. soaked in oil, so you can let them sit there and kind of like, yeah, you can hold the clutch in for a long time. Doesn't, yeah, so don't bother. A lot of the work that we did was clutch and throttle work, mm-hmm. and then the interesting thing, and I didn't realize this until Sunday, was the instructor took my bike out to demo um, riding the course, and he comes back and says, "Whose bike's that?" And I says, "It's mine." He goes, "Yeah, you got a problem with that throttle." <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, oh, okay. And he goes, yeah, you turn it lightly and it doesn't react. And you have to turn it farther so it reacts and it has more power. And I realized that when I was taking my evaluation going into turn, that I left the throttle. I was like, okay, 
Yeah. Nothing happened. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, first, oh, crap. That's so, why. So I don't know. It's probably too early to evaluate, but do you have a thought on the Street 500? I mean, as a bike? I mean, it was a pretty cool bike for a new person. And, and, and I guess talking with everybody else at the class and everything else, it would probably be good for about a year. And then as a new rider, you're going to have to go find something new. Huh. Yeah, I've, I've heard from several people that have ridden the, mostly the 750 that if that surprised them. Because they're kind of going in thinking, ah, this is going to suck. You know, uh-huh. I mean, then it, you go out and rip it around. You're like, you know what? It's not half bad motorcycle. It got up and go- went. And, and, you know, some of the stuff, I mean, it was um, the only thing I, the other issue I had, and I realized this late on Saturday, was the foot peg is breakaway. Mm-hmm. And I would pull my foot up and I'd hit the peg. And I think that was the kickstand. Oh. And I was like, wow. Yeah. And, and the instructor would go, don't, I want you to look ahead, straight ahead. Keep looking straight. Don't look down. Look where you're going. So this is one of the tests, the braking tests. He says, I, the test, you have to go from up between, be between 12 to 18 miles an hour. He goes, what did I tell you? Between 12 and 18. Okay. You don't have to, what did, you know, didn't have to go speed demon. Like, okay. So the problem was, was he screwed me up because I was looking at seeing if I was going 12 miles an hour. And on the test, and I think I screwed up because then I was trying to focus on that instead of hitting the rear brake and the front brake. Uh, so I, I think I went too far stopping on the, the test. So, uh, so I'll, I'll test you then. What, what is the proper braking procedure? Um, <laughs> well, and I'm asking because I'm, I'm sure I'm doing it wrong, but I have kind of have my reasons for it. I, I think if I'm correct, it's, but yeah, both. Equal amount pressure, except, except if you have one of the tires is bad. So if your front tire is right. bad, you don't use that one to brake. You use the rear one. Mm. And then the other thing is there's um difference in opinions on how much braking is on the front and rear brakes between North Carolina and the, the class, which was by Motorcycle Safety Foundation. So... What is the percentage, Rico? It's 70 front, 30 in the back. Okay. You agree, Rich? No, I just was wondering if it's, because you just you hear a lot of different things. It's like, well, front brake first, and then the rear, or you start with the rear, move to the front no. because of the weight transfer. and Pretty much it's, it's both apply equally. Mm-hmm. And to answer, Rico, you are correct on the percentage, but North Carolina says th- three quarters in the front and a quarter in the rear. Is on, Works out to be the same. Yeah. Almost. I mean, you're 5% different. Yeah. And now he was in class and he's like, no, that's not right. Well, I'm like, can't, you can't gauge that when you're like, wait, is that 5%? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean, yeah. so I use a lot of front brake. I couldn't get, because a lot of the times, I mean, you're in a short distance and to get comfortable and get my foot to the brake, you know, my foot's there. Yeah. And my hand there, it's kind of really hard. You know, I, 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 with the whole braking discussion, uh, with the Indian Roadmaster, I noticed that when you press, if you only use the front brake, um, you can almost feel that you need the back brake as well to help you stop that bike. Right. You know, it's, I think it, it's it's so heavy that, you know, just using the front brake is just, isn't just enough. you enough. have to use yeah. both yeah. in order to stop that beast. But yeah. uh, in certain turns, you know, it depends, you know. <clears throat> and it, and it, and it's going to depend on you know what type of riding you're doing. So a lot of times I use the back brake only, and sometimes I use the front brake. 
And right. a lot of times what I use, I use both. Yeah. But those are, you know, particular situations where if I'm coming up across, I don't know, a crest or coming over some loose gravel or, or whatever it may be, you know, it's just, you know, what brake to use at that given time. Um, and that's going to affect how the bike behaves. So if you want to slow down, if you're coming over a crest and you see gravel, a lot of times you don't want to slow down at all. You want to just make sure your bike is right up and kind of coast through it so you don't yeah. do any kind of slippage. But um, if you find yourself coming over a crest and dirt and you need to brake because you need to make a turn, which brake would you use at that point, if any? I'd probably say the rear because you're going to want to use your front because if you lock up the front, then you're going to slide and you're going to hit that gravel, then you're going to lose control mm-hmm. where the rear and that. Yeah, you can control the slide, but you could. Do the I mean, I would, I would apply them both before I get to the gravel and try to bring well, the speed down. Well, yeah, but if you didn't catch it until oh, if you didn't catch it, yeah, yeah. probably just rear brake. But and then, and then, I use the rear brake a lot in general. You and, like to slide with your brake, and maybe the, yeah, <laughs> I like to slide the tail around. Now, your first time, you, you know, it's unnerving. I think I, you know, I don't know if you realize it when you apply the brake when you're having to make a quick stop so quickly. You, you might find yourself. Oh, my back end sliding when that back end start to sway a little bit. I think that's yeah. the initial. It's like, oh shit, my I've locked up the back brake. You know, I found that to be the case a lot of times when I've when I've uh, and, locked and up the and back brake. And then since brake. we're talking about braking, Mister Warfield, we'll ask you a question. What's that? If your back brake, if your back wheel locks up and you start sliding, do you release the back brake or do you keep it sliding? You're not supposed to, <laughs> <laughs> but I do, <laughs> or I should say, I have. <laughs> So, but I, it, it's it's on account of the bike getting out of out of line. Yeah. I mean, if if you lock up the back brake and the bike is still in a straight line, then nothing's going to happen, right? But if it moves and it doesn't need to be very many degrees, but if it slides just a few degrees, once you re hook that rear tire, over you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we also learned how to stop and turns and curves. Oh, nice. That's one of the things they try to teach you us this year was teach us how to stop in curves which was you know how to you know stop and get uh, get a level back lean, level leaned up slowly so mm-hmm. so when you come to a stop which foot do you put down first the uh left there you go boy. he did learn it and when you stop Dude. at the stop sign what gear are you supposed to be in first all right you're good now let's uh let's see the next question. Here. <laughs> There's a little debate. I took the that. class. He didn't. <laughs> well, let's ask Rich. Just yeah, <laughs> Rich, where did most motorcycle accidents happen? Probably the same as cars within ten miles of your house. No, no, no. What part? When you okay? Where on the road or driving does most motorcycle accidents happen? Intersection. Why? Just a higher probability of meeting another obstacle. <laughs> There is another place. What's the second place? Somewhere in a cornfield. <laughs> <laughs> Off a cliff. <laughs> Rico, do you have an idea? Anywhere no, near I, CAW? I'm drawing a blank on this one. Go ahead. Curves. Aha. Curves. Cliff. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And why in curves? Because people freak out because they think they're going too people fast. Don't know how to they're outside their comfort zone and they're going a little too quick and they freak out and... Yeah, that's that's one thing that happened in the class when I was out there on that road course and I was by myself and I was trying to rip it open. Yeah, I got a little hot in those turns. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a life and death just, uh, 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 opportunity there because, you know, that has happened to me a number of times. And luckily, if, when it has happened, I've been on the R6. 
I can't imagine, you know, trying to yeah. lean over that bake in a corner on oh, the roadmaster. On the roadmaster. Oh my goodness. So I've learned early on to You want to pause? Oh, it's, I don't know if it's picking up. I think it's gonna get hot in here. You want to leave it on down then? Yeah, let it roll when we finish up. Anyway, hot and heavy in the curve. Hot and heavy in the curve on the R six. Yeah. yeah. You know, just lean it all the way over. And the other thing is not to focus on the curve so much. You look, have to look away. They look beyond it. Look, you know, look away from what you're going to run into <laughs> is the key. So whatever, wherever your head is turning is where you're going to, where, where the bike is going to go. Yeah. yeah. So if you find yourself going to hit a curb by, f- for whatever godly reason, look away from the curve. Don't look directly at it. So if you fixate on that curve, you're going to hit it and you're going to, yeah. you're going to wreck. But if you going to say, oh shit, because I've had this happen to me. I've gone too hot in the curve, in the turn, and seen the curve. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm about to hit this curve. And I remember it in the class, look away from the obstacle. Yeah, yeah they call it object fixation. Yeah, and and that has saved my ass so many times, I can't tell you. Yeah. So, And I was telling my wife that that is what you're going to have to do. Even though it's scary as shit, look away from what you're about to run into, and you'll the bike will yep. go wherever you want to, wherever you're looking. I can remember doing that. The first time I rode a street bike uh, was with my buddy Jay. It was a Honda Rebel 250. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I started taking off, making a turn. And it was from, from an intersection. So it was slow and sharp to the left. And just got a little wide. And just like you're saying, I fixated on the curbing. Well, it was not a curb, but it just was like asphalt. And then it became dirt and grass. And I just, my eyes just locked on the grass. And sure shit. Drove right into the grass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. And what was the next thing I was going to say? Oh, since we're talking about curves and sharing our listeners some information, which line do you take going in the curves? Well, I like. To what take is it, the preferred? Let's put it that way. Oh, I take the outside, outside inside. So I, yeah, exactly. That is the outside inside outside. That's the what they recommend. But now they're saying middle all the way through. Is what they said in the classes. I can see that. I can see that, and that uh, that's going to too defer on uh, how you're riding and the bike that you're on. Yep, yep. So, yeah, safety wise, probably best to just keep it in the middle. But yeah, you know, I think it. I think safety wise, you could make an argument that that reducing the arc is the safe way. mm -hmm. You know, start wide, take it in tight, come out wide Mm -hmm. off the end. You know, the typical racing line. Yeah, and that's going to if you're on R six, yeah, wide and. Taking that corner in, but if you're on the roadmaster, I can see where the middle would be more. Stay in the middle. Yeah, stay in the middle. And you yeah, can, the, and that and that again, it's going to be within your. But there's so ability. many. There's so many depends though. Like if it's raining, you don't necessarily want to be in the middle. Like when it first starts raining, because that's where all the oil. Gonna, really yeah, the oil is going to be there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot, and there's there's so much I went through, and then. So yeah, so I passed. So the, the instructor was cool. So I got to retake the evaluation part again because there was only five of us and we got through the day pretty quick. So cool. then the next time through, I didn't have any problems. And he knew, he said, you were nervous at the end of the class and all done. He says, you were nervous, weren't you? I says, yeah, I was, I was nervous. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I could tell. And he knew going through the class because he said um, that um, within the first, by the third exercise, he would know or know if you had been okay. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I did good on that. Cool. And then, then I had to take another written test at the end of that class. Yeah, or at the end. test. And that was 25 freaking questions. So I've with, taken Now, so this many is with the safety course or this is with yeah. the DMV? Nope, safety it's class. Safety, safety course, okay. 
Yeah. So then that. So then uh, on Monday, walked into the DMV with my little card. <laughs> said here, endorse me. Endorse me. <laughs> And they were like, sure, we can do that and give us some more money. You have more money. So I paid them, and I, uh, my license is on the way. Nice. Congratulations, yeah, man. This is what's really interesting. I'm still yeah, I'm stunned. Still, yeah. I didn't even see it coming. Stunned. So, you know, here's, here's, here's my endorsement driver's license now, guys. I mean, nobody can hear, see this on the thing, but then you sit here and... It's funny walking in here. I have going to take everything out of his wallet. One, two. There's another. Let's say I got one more license. I have th- currently. I have three licenses. Wow. <laughs> I'm still confused as to why he took everything out of his wallet. Well, he had to get down. I had to find him. Yeah. <laughs> buried and everything else. So yeah. So so it's cool. So yeah. That's that's what happened. That's wow. Awesome. So so yes. Yeah, so then we went looking for bikes. And- I was say now I can't wait. Let's talk talk about the spider. Yeah. So so the, so it's a. Uh, it is a 2014 okay. Spider RSS. Wow. Um, RSS. So it's the low end. So they have the RS, and then it's the RSS, which is the sporty model of that. Right. So you get this uh, cruise control, which I know everybody talks about. Yes. Cruise control on a bike. Yes. Was yep. one of my requirements. It helps. Yes. And those all have ABS anyway. ABS, traction control, uh, stabilization. Stabilization control. So, I mean, the bike itself, I mean, I know, Rich, you've ridden the F3. Yeah, that's um, the cruiser one. Right? That's the cruiser one that they just came out with. And the funny thing is, is that why there's 2014s still floating around is because the F3s. Um, they sell like hotcakes? Well, the F3s came out, and everybody wanted the F3 instead of the RSS. Oh. So, for the last, where these bikes have been sitting around. You had a heck of a deal. And there's some, there's some good deals going on, so. Deals came out, talked to the wife, and she's like, yes, go, let's go get this. Go ahead. Nice. That's awesome, brother. So, so I went to the dealership on Tuesday. <laughs> the little guy's all grown up now. <laughs> so, 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 Our little guy's got his, got his first bike. <laughs> so, I know it's not two wheels for you guys, but still, I'm hey. I'm, I'm out there, going to be out there. Yep. Yeah, well, so I was going to say, can I just... Just in time before I leave. <laughs> can, can I be a jerk for two minutes? Well, no, you can't be a jerk for two minutes. All right, I'll let it go. Well, well, <laughs> he will probably bust your balls. Go ahead, give it to him. Yeah, he would break my he ass bust over your it. balls. Yeah. So are, are we are we going to accept it and say the the spider is a motorcycle? Ooh, you had to go there, didn't you? <laughs> you so bitch. So 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 I'll, I'll I'll throw this one out to you. And this well is... well let, legally it's licensed as a motorcycle, is it not? It is legally a motorcycle. I had to have a more in North Carolina. It is required to have a motorcycle license to ride one. All right. Conversation's yeah. over then. You, there's two. Just like that? <laughs> <laughs> there's two. There's three states that do not. I know South Carolina's <laughs> one. I think Delaware and I think California do not have to have a motorcycle, motorcycle license or endorsement. You can have a regular driver's license to ride one. Huh. Yeah. It's still a motorcycle now, to me because you have to kick your leg over it. Now, now, well, I would say, handlebars. Yeah, I would say because of the way you ride it, you don't sit in it like the slingshot. Yeah, that you know, that's a car. It's getting closer. Wheels. I mean, it it's no different than a a big Harley with a tri kit on it. Yeah, it's just that the two wheels are in the front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I just want to throw it out there. That's all. <laughs> no, you're good. But but to kind of go with with your with your comment, and this is an article. I read an article, and I've done lots of research. It's comment is it's not a motorcycle. 
because you know it's not truly a motorcycle because it's not two wheels. It's kind of its own thing, really. It's not a car because it's not four wheels. So it's not enclosed, right? So the guy had the best thing to say. It's technically a street legal ATV. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, because I mean, it's that's the thing, and everybody. I I mean, reviews I've read. Although it's it's, I wouldn't say ATV. I would say like STV, like some terrain. Yeah, I don't know about STD. I don't know about (laughs) all terrain. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's what I got. So that's awesome. Wow. Well, we got to go ride. I'm blown. So do you have it in the? garage or we pick it up or no picking it up on tuesday awesome. uh, yeah now the ultimate like kick in the pants would have been if he just showed up at my house on the spider i know been like what? <laughs> who's gonna carry my stuff <laughs> so <laughs> who is this guy <laughs> so so the plan was and it's natalie Harris. you know we've been playing this out there's been a few people that knew i was going to get this and i've been keeping it from you guys because i thought it'd be that's awesome i, I want to surprise you guys. this in itself is its own show <laughs> yeah that's why this I said. This is its own episode. That's yeah. why I said. 45. John got a bike! Exclamation. exclamation, yeah. exclamation. yeah, we should have like what we're going to talk about crossed out. <laughs> John got a new bike. Yeah. Eric's John, not a scratch. John bought a John bike. Bought a bike. <laughs> <laughs> She'd kill us for that. I know she would. <laughs> well, we could trumpet. She, I mean, because I figured you could get this out sooner. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I say we put this out sooner. That is, that's huge news. Like, yeah. yeah. I hope you guys are happy. I mean, I, just I, I am. I am just bubbling. I'm happy for you. to go riding with you guys. I think looking at you guys and what you guys do, I want to experience it. Um, I know I've talked with Matthew. Matthew has known about this, and he's, I think, happy for me. He's ready. I think yeah. we'll have fun riding with him. Um, getting out. That's cool. But I will be geared up so you can pick on me about my gear. No, no, uh, nothing wrong with that. No, no, but, sir. Uh, I mean, I gear my when, when Wendy's out on my bike. I make sure she's totally geared up. She's like, "Do I have to put, wear all of this? It's so hot." Yeah, because you're you're one. You're a beginner. Anything can happen. Yeah. You know where you ride outside your comfort zone and you hit the curve too high, to, whatever it may be. I want to be able to know that you can walk away from it, whether yeah. it be the Kevlar gloves. The the body armor, the jacket, everything. Yeah. I want you fully clothed, so if anything yeah. happens, you can walk away from it. Now, 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 I'll share some information with Mister Warfield about my research. I know you're looking at on the, the gear or on the helmet. Okay, yeah. I know you're looking at oh. the 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 Shuba helmet. Correct. Did you get one? Did you buy one? No, I did oh. not. Oh, I'll be like, oh, so be. Oh, that's a game. <laughs> because I will <laughs> tell you. <laughs> oh, it hurts. It hurts. It hit you in your giblets. <laughs> I was kind of looking at it until I went and looked at the safety ratings. What? Oh, no, not good. No, you get an awry. Do what? Did you get an awry? No. Okay. So technically, if you go, there's belt, bolt, belt, built, built. No, would you like to know how many? Want me to tell you about the safety rating? On that? Oh yeah, tell us. Build it, build it up. Yeah, build it up. Yeah, so, so, tease so, it out a little bit. You want me to throw in a sponsor before yeah. we go on to the next segment? <laughs> Yes, this episode's brought to you by <laughs> um, no one. <laughs> no, Patreon. Yes, Patreon. All of our episodes are supported by our patrons. That's right. Yes, they That's are. right. So big shout out to the crew and the first five, even though it's only two of them, but hey. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll be Marcus all excited. Marcus and Rickard, what's up? Yeah, they'll be all excited to hear about this. They'll probably 
giving me some nice, hopefully, kudos. And- oh, yeah. I, ho- I hope everyone listening is as blown away as we are. Oh, because I know. And please write in. To sit, to sit this close to you and not re- not even have a clue, uh, not even an outside clue. Nothing. Even me. Even when he said it, I was just like, like huh? What? I think Wait. he's pulling our leg. He said, now that I, what? <laughs> It didn't even register. Oh, for this like is like five minutes. Yeah, it's like so. So, so, can I talk about that? Natalie gave me this comment, uh, like a script. Okay, to I got this. I mean, we have worked on this and how to blow this way. <laughs> kind of go back to the real quick about showing up. I honestly wanted to show up on it, but I think Ryden knew yeah, coming really. to Atlanta. Yeah. And then going to the mountains Long was was not no, a smart idea no, to do. No, not at all. I I totally agree. So that's comfort totally. and everything else. So it's just you know, I wanted to, but yet it's kind of one of those uh, things know, that I couldn't do. That's the smartest thing you could have did. So uh, going back to the helmet, uh, the Shubas helmet. Um, so there's um, Nelly's all about safety for me. You now, know. which one didn't test well, or they just generally the C three? Well, the C three. Okay, the one that you want. So well, I don't know which one I want. I just I've I've heard they're quieter through the air and they're lighter. I, I will give you the information on what you need to buy. Okay. So hang on for that one. <laughs> so there's a site called Sharp in the UK that does another test of helmets. And they kind of test the front, the sides, and the rear of the helmet. Not the same as the United States because they kind of don't do the same. The Shubert's only got three stars out of five. Wow. I think the sides where the module comes in is not safe. Well, modulars in general are a problem. So. Yeah. Right. And then the other thing is, is DOT and Snell, you know, about those ratings. All right. Um, if a helmet has an internal sun visor, it is not shell approved, Snell approved. It's totally eliminated. Totally eliminated because of the visor. So, I have bought, <laughs> I was going to buy the Shoei FR 1200. Oh. I have to look at that one. That is that would be probably more for the R6 because it's more designed for sports sport sport helmet, track helmet. helmet. So the one I got was the Shoei Quest. Shoei Quest. Sorry, right, we gotta look. We gotta pull that up. Yeah, Looking. Rich is uh, typing away. Yep. Feverishly. Thumbing so, like an animal. So I I know Rich wears glasses, and I know that's why he wears a modular. And I want to tell you, Rich, it's, you will not have a problem wearing glasses with the Quest. It is supposed to be the quietest helmet. It is. Pretty freaking light. Nice helmet. Has a built-in wind guard in the bottom. Pinlock. If the visor is not pinlock ready, but you can buy a new visor and make it pinlock. Huh. Um, oh, the first one that comes up has cool graphics too. Yeah, there's. What color did you get? <clears throat> it was multiple colors. It, it was gray because where I went, it was on sale. Oh, okay. So I got a good. I got a pretty. It was off. You know, price was only. It's a good looking helmet. Check out the. Check out the picture of the first one that comes up. So, so if you want to look at it as well, tomorrow, you got it in Saturday your when we hit Teleco, Matthew bought the Air, the GT Air, which yeah. is pretty much the same. I looked at that over the weekend before I came down here. But the Air has the built-in sun visor. He likes the sun visor, but you lose the snail rating. Right. So, I mean, he really likes the sun visor and built into it and said, you know, he'd rather take the... Take the loss and take the shell loss. rating, yeah. So yeah, you can't get that with a modular either. They won't even test them. Yeah. So so that's what I bought, and then um, so as I said, I have the Cortex GT 4.0 jacket, and a review I have on that one was the there's a guy that had a three, wrecked, walked away with only broken ribs, 
nothing was burnt off, no skin, no damage. So that's kind of why I went with that one. Yeah. I haven't bought the pants. I'm probably going to, I got to go. I probably am looking at um, Cortex pants as well. I'm not sure which ones I'm going to get. Is that, that's, is that slip under your pants that you're wearing or is that built into the pants? Built in. It's built going to be pants. So. Like jeans with Kevlar and uh, No, it's going to be regular, regular riding pants. They're going to be like the Venture Tour and Bike pants. Oh, okay. That, there was a pair. I was almost, like, like, almost like a full suit, but two piece. Mm. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yep. Has uh so my, my uh, jacket has built in CE armor in the elbows and the shoulders. It has a, currently has a foam back spine piece, mm-hmm. but it can be swapped out and I will be swapping that out for a, uh, the, what they say is a kiln um, back piece. That's well, the back piece that comes up. Well, no, it just replaces in the back and the back's for your spine. Mm-hmm. That's all it mm-hmm. does. So you take out the foam piece and you kind of put that in for protection. Okay. And cool. then, and and then I haven't figured out about boots yet. Richard's gonna laugh at me. Y- y'all really laugh at me if when I say this one. No, I have a set of motocross boots in the house. Huh. That when we went four wheeling, I might be riding those. But I mean, if they're comfortable. But yeah. The problem with motocross boots is they're generally not comfortable for the long haul. Yeah. See, I don't know about that yet. See, I, I haven't. Yeah, you haven't experienced it. Yeah. I did I, when my last pair of motocross ones. I I ditched them. The new pair that I got, they're shorter. They're only well. They're a little bit shorter, but they don't have all the the heavy, rigid pieces in them. They're just more like thick, multi layered leather, and they they kind of look like boots you could wear on almost anything, like mm. sport, even a sport bike or or whatever. So, I'll show you those. You should check out something like that too. Yeah. Now, now all about this. You know, she wants me to wear gear, but she also wants me to look Be comfortable nice. and nice. Yeah. But you know, with the spider, I mean, I really don't have all I got to worry about is my one, f- my uh, right foot with a brake. There's no clutching. It's a semi-automatic. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's just due to the model that it's was split. there. Yeah. And you know, it's yeah. the it's the 2014. The kind of cool thing is, I'll I'll tell this one off the air. But anyways, talking about that, where I bought it from. Yeah. What did you buy? Well, where I bought it was uh, kind of give a shout out to the guys at Triangle Cycles in Durham. Okay. Uh, my uh, my sales guy was Mike Webb. Webb. Yeah. And uh, Chris, and uh, while I was there, the WRX was there, and they went out and ooed over that thing. Nice. <laughs> so, so I uh, kind of gave them loud pipes. Well, no, I didn't. Kind of I gave them loud pipes, uh, things, and said, "Check us out." And uh, I was trying to work on a little sponsorship. So there I'm not go. sure if that will pan out, but pan yeah. out. But hey, uh, maybe Why not? new listeners. And there you go. They're pretty cool guys over there. They're awesome. pretty awesome. Walking in there, working with. So cool. A lot of searching. A lot of. I still can't believe it. I'm just, I'm still sitting here just shaking my head. Now he, now he's got to buy a new bike. <laughs> no, I mean, he, he's got to do what he wants to do. I mean, I'm not, I, I think he's happy as much as he wants a new bike. And I know he talks on getting a new bike. I think he loves his dudes. He does. He does. I think he needs, I think the better way for him is since he loves it so much and he's done so much upgrades to it. I think he needs to do a couple more upgrades, like maybe air ride in the back or just shock in the back to kind of make the ride a little better. Yeah, I mean, today it was mainly the seat. I think it might, that seat I've had on there ever since I've owned it. I rode the stock seat maybe the first year, maybe. Right. And I swapped it immediately. Hmm. So, I mean, that seat's got 26,000 miles on it or whatever, which I guess isn't probably a lot to some people, but. Yeah, so this this has been holding me back. I've been wanting to talk to you you know spread the news but i wanted to also be, be awesome <laughs> surprise I, I, that's why i was kind of doing this and i, that was and I the kept best surprise you could have done slowly 
I ha- you guys. I have time. to admit, when you first started, like, hey, let's record this as a little show. I was kind of like, ah, oh, really? I'm like, we got other stuff to do. And <laughs> I'm tired. It's like, let's just do a sound check and go to bed. I know. I'm sorry, but I, I, no. I didn't know when else to do this, and I wanted to get it out. I think it's cool with us live together. And- That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you did it. Uh, yeah, just and, wow, and, and, to- Enrico. We will. I will. I'm not sure. I mean, we'll get to ride. I mean, that's. Oh yeah, we'll definitely ride before. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be fun. And yeah. So yes, yeah. it's, it's exciting. And they're quick too. Once once he gets used to it. Yeah. Yeah. So so, so you had the thirteen thirty. Mine's only nine ninety eight. Mine's yeah. just, mine's a little smaller engine. Was so. Oh, I didn't realize they had multiple sizes. I thought they were all one engine. No. So uh, the twenty fifteen they came up with the thirteen thirty, um, which is uh, I think a hundred and. 15 horsepower. Mine's 100. Well, one thing I've seen 100, another one I've seen 106. So my front end it's has... a lot. Yeah. It's, so, it's, it's going to be all you need, really. So it's uh, so it has the Brembo brakes on it in the front, and it has Fox shocks. Fox, no, Fox, yeah. What does it weigh? Like uh, about 800 pounds. All right. So it's, you won't have to lift it, though. That, that'd be the, the other thing as far as the boost concerned. He doesn't have to worry about slippage or anything like that um, because of that. You know, not having to balance the bike. Yeah, it's already pre-balanced. So yeah, I mean, and and then the other thing that you know, as time goes along, I I got to figure out how it works. But the windshield, I mean, it's only a short sporty. So the RS the RS model is kind of like a a sports bike is what they complain mm. or put it towards. And then the uh, are your feet directly under you or behind you a little bit? Uh, a little bit behind. I if I remember. So do you, you lean forward just a tad? A little, little bit. Pull it up. I want to see it. What I'm, color is it? I'm going there now. You guys are going to laugh at this one. It's not pink, is it? No. Okay. Right, I won't laugh. Yellow. Almost. Day glow yellow. <laughs> it is uh, white and black. Oh, sweet. So it's pearl white. Just like it's the car. with the car. It matches. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. so the front the front trunk is black, has RSS logo up the side of it, and then the body is white. Nice. Good yeah, the choice. RSS, weren't those limited edition... No, they, they had some. They, they had a matte, special edition matte paint. Yeah, that was that was kind of like for 2015, 16, They kind of did. The interesting thing is, ever since the sp- slingshot has came out, Spire sales has hurt because of that as well. I found out. Wow, and surprisingly, people, I'm not given any ground. The slingshot is no, not a motorcycle. It's not a motorcycle. I'm not giving an no, inch. It's not a motorcycle. Not no, because I, I mean, I looked at that and I would not want to spend twenty thousand, twenty six thousand dollars for that thing. No, the seats are like. Hard plastic. Mm-hmm. It's a two point four liter engine. Yeah, that does one hundred and seventy. I think it's a GM EcoTech engine. I mean, I mean, right out of a Cobalt or whatever. Well, they, they sell just for, put two more wheels on the back and make it an open concept car. Be done with it. Yeah, yeah. Y- yes, I agree with you, Rich. That is not a. Uh, so it's one called Sport. There's Sport Cruising. That's the F three, right? Yeah, that's the F three. It's an R. It's not touring. And then there's one just called Sport. I think it's a Sport then. Starts at fourteen nine, yeah. Spider RS, yep. Okay, and then there's an RSS. What's well, the RSS? RSS. Yep. Oh, that's more money. Yes. The R- the eighteen R- three. Yes. Performance and attitude to go to the next level with high performance shock Fox podium shocks and striking sports styling, semi or manual semi automatic or manual five speed sport tuned. So, so vehicle stability, cruise control, premium color. Go ahead. 
So the transmission is not, I mean, since I'm not sure how much you guys have researched it, but the transmission still requires you to shift it up to go up a gear. It will not shift unless you're over 3,000 RPMs, and but it will automatically downshift if you get below 2,500. Wow. So that's kind of the... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is, what, that is sporty looking. I'm looking at that now. Yeah. So it's a... Now, has this changed much between... 14 and 15 or in the new 16s now? Like if I'm looking at these on the website, yeah, they're much different? They're pretty much the same. Only thing difference, I think, is color. I think the 16 joint can get in red and black. Oh, I see. Yeah. 998cc. Oh, it's 1,000cc. So it's like leader bike. All right. Let me if you want to call it that. That'd be stingy. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know what the 060 is. I know they used to say it's like four and a half seconds to 060, but they haven't really said any new numbers. So they added some more weight, but. The cool thing is, is that if you start to, if you spin out the back tire, if you do a burnout, it will do a burnout with videos. But as soon as the back end starts to sway, it will cut power. Mm. Um, if you get one of the front wheels off the ground going into the turn, it will cut power. Part of that stability control, I guess. Yeah. Yep. yep. And ABS is all the way, so there's it's one. Good looking piece. Can you still add luggage to this one? Yep. If you want to. Yep. I can add back. Oh, pieces. wow. Because when I looked at the, when I did the Can-Am demo, I guess a year ago now or over a year ago, the touring one had some pretty big bags on it. Yeah. The side bags plus the big top case. It looked like you could put a lot of stuff in there. Yeah, I think the the front is a uh, twelve gallons is in the front. The F uh, three is only uh, six gallons, so it kind of that's because of the motor and different setting. Oh yeah, and then um, the back. I think on the RT, I think you can get eighteen more gallons. I think is the number with the cases and everything else. So this RSS uh, three cylinder, nope, two cylinder. Three There's twin. a twin. Okay, three twin. But the bigger one is are it, the bigger it, ones twins or three? Three. The thirteen thirty three is a three liter. That's what I thought. Yeah, because it ha- had a unique sound. Yeah. When I wrote it, the cool thing with the the F three is that it has the U fit system, so you can move the um, foot pegs and you can also move the handlebars to fit your nice. So. 9,000 RPM red line. That's going to be a scr- absolute screamer. Now, is Mama going to ride with you? Don't know. Um, don't know if Mama's going to want to ride this either. She she might. I want to try to get her on it. Mm-hmm. See if she wants to do it. That's cool. Because, because uh, you know, some people say it's like, a, you know, since Can-Am builds snowmobiles, this is a snowmobile for, on wheels, though. It's kind of one phrase I've heard. And it, it's sort of... It's sort. I could see that. Yeah, it sort of had that feel when I when I had that test ride. Yeah, and if it didn't have the clutch, it would have really felt like a snowmobile. Yeah, and you know how much fun Nelly had on those snowmobiles up in New Hampshire. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So and she enjoyed the four wheelers. So I don't know. Maybe she'll like it. Maybe she won't. I'm not going to push it, but she wants to get on it. Maybe she'll get her own. Yeah, it's lights on the fenders. Yeah, I'll tell you something else about that too later. All right. Oh dear. Do we need to stop recording? Wrap up shop? And that's <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> I won't forget. So yeah, so that's what we did, guys. Exciting Stunned. times. Stunned. Exciting times and loud pipes. Stunned. So, so you know what? This is the other thing I was going to do. We're going riding. This is the next thing I want to do. And we can edit this in and out. I think, and I threw this out, I think we need to have the Throttle Podcast, the Motorcycle Men and Loud Pipes, unofficial or official Eat, Sleep, Ride Challenge. Challenge. See which team can put out the most mileage. Oh, yeah. We're winning that. 
We're winning that. Let's do it for the month of October. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, unfortunately, I thought about that, but motorcycle men don't really ride in October. (laughs) Kevin's only going to have a short little jaunt. Well, if the motorcycle men come to Barber, then... The the only person we have to work out for, and we need Rico to keep up, is Larry, because he's retired and he rides a lot of miles. Yeah. So we need Rico to step it up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and he he's out where there's good weather too most of the time. Yeah. So, but me driving my five miles isn't going to beat very much. But <laughs> and I work from home, so that makes any riding difficult. But needless to say, uh, uh, yeah, Matthew goes riding on Saturday, so I'm probably going to try to hook up with him, and there you go. that's going to be a forty fifty mile drive just to go meet up with him in my house. Cool. Yeah. Well, this would give me a good excuse, too, to get the bike out and head in your direction. There it is. You know, meeting meeting in the middle is a lot more fun. Though. Yeah. And, and maybe as time goes along, I can help out and do some more, do some demo rides. But, you know, the missus is okay with me doing some demos. But, yeah, I need to get a little more comfortable yeah. on the, on the yeah. two. But, hey. Uh, who were we talking with recently? And we were saying, yeah, we're, we're going to try and get John on a spider. We're going to try to get John on a spider. and. I don't remember who we were having a conversation with, with and John was just like, nah, not going to happen, not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is tonight, having dinner with our next guest, uh-huh. I sat there and she was talking about getting you guys on a bike, and Rich said, ah, oh, yeah, I'm going to get him on a bike, going to eventually get him on a bike. I know, you just... And I'm sitting there like... John's like, oh, you have no idea. Oh, <laughs> you have no idea. And I'm just like, shit, I can't... Oh, oh I got to hold back. I got to hold it in. Hold it hold in. This in. Hold it in. Hold it in. <laughs> I did, man. And here I thought he just overate sitting over there like he looking like he's going to explode. <laughs> one too many, one too many appetizer. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. That's awesome. That is so awesome. I could just sit here and say, wow, for the next 30 minutes if anyone wants to listen. Now, our listeners won't like that. Probably not. No. Wow. <laughs> so, so, so I know somebody in, in the, one of our, Little fans will be happy to see that come in the driveway, wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah, my boys will be all all over that thing. Oh, yeah. So, so hey, Rico. Yeah. Not to rub this in. We got, you and I got to keep counting on how many times we get commented on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it, it's so unique. It'll, yeah, it'll be easy pickings. Yeah. You know what? I'll just start riding the KLR. <laughs> <laughs> oh. More people want to talk about that than, than the deuce. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rich. So we'll go out. It'll be the Roadmaster, the KLR, and the Spider. It'll be like the three most unlikely bikes together, together yeah. ever. So yeah, so so the trip to Barber is going to be interesting this year. It's going to be fun, though. I think it's yeah. going to be a blast. Gear's all going to be all set up. Yep. You have some riding time in. Yep. Yep. Good times. It'll be a fun time. So yeah, just get uh, comfortable with taking the corners. Yeah. And don't ride outside your comfort zone. That's yeah, that's the biggest you know, thing. As as you get used to riding and get used to the bike, then you can build momentum in your turns. But until then, I encourage you to always ride inside your comfort zone. Yeah, that's don't what, overdo it. That's what the guy said in class. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, don't it, yeah, don't let other people push you either. Exactly. It's like, so yeah. if they want to Rico, blast through it, yeah, if they want Rico, to blast through it. 90 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> if they want to blast through it, you just let them go, and you'll catch up with it. They'll slow down. They'll let you catch up or whatever. Yeah. Just Because that, that's how I learned. <laughs> you know, I, I rode with guys all the time that would just, just hammer the, the corners and everything, uh, and I would be the last guy coming around. It's like, Rico, keep up. I was like, dude, you're about to kill me until I got used to riding yeah. at those speeds. Yeah, and Now I just... 
I'm an animal. Yeah, it's like today. I'm just laughing today yeah. because of the you know the whole windshield thing. I'm like, yeah, I'm like up to like 80. It's okay. I'm like, but man, after that, it just really becomes a handful. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this for like five minutes. <laughs> and then we get on a bike and we hadn't been on the interstate, I don't think, five or five or ten minutes. And I look down and it's like, well, there, there goes 80. <laughs> there goes 90. And we're still climbing. <laughs> like, oh, well. Uh, Suck it up, Buttercup. Sorry. Yeah, so, so it's going to be go. fun times now. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think. Uh, I am going to call your wife tomorrow for sure. It is. Give her an earful. <laughs> How could you keep this from me? I can't believe you. You kept this from me. You know, she, she, so so the kind of kind of going back was the fact is, is that this has been planned out, talking about it, and, and kind of the really interesting thing is I signed up for the class before I took the permit test. Mm. And it was filling up and... And so I said, okay. And I said, well, let me go down and take the permit test. And if everybody wants to take it, unfortunately, I'll tell you the secret on how to do that. Go out to the internet and search for NCDMV test. Just freaking take the test like 20 times. There's like six different tests. You'll get it. Huh. And the sad part is, Natalie took the test. Out of 50 questions, out of this test is 50, she missed it by one question. Wow. Didn't even read the DMV book. Wow. So it was just like, she just was able to, you know. Sounds like it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you fail it, Richie? Did you fail it? I, I think I already it. told that story. Oh shit! Let's let's. When we moved from from Boston to Charlotte, okay. Of course, I had my license had to be redone, and they made me retake the test. You know, even though I had a motorcycle endorsement, they were like, "No, you still got to take the written test." I didn't have to ride, but I had to take the written test. Yeah, and the first time I took it, I failed it. Wow. I, I, I just walked in there all cocky. It's like, I've been riding forever, thing. like uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. Sit down and I'm like, oh, that question don't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. And then it's, it, to me, it seemed all subjective. And then, of course, I had to go back and read the manual. And I'm like, oh, they're just taking this one example from the manual. And that was the question. Yeah. I'm like, well, it's still subjective, whether it's in the manual or not. It's a damn subjective question. <laughs> I mean, there's there are so many things about it that, I mean, about it, but yes, Rich. I would as boys get older, or sometime you can get away. I mean, because it is a commitment for you know a Thursday night, a Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, four day go, class. Go go take the class, or you can do it all day Saturday and Sunday, right? No, because no, they require they require that you have so many hours in the, in classroom. the classroom. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and the funny thing is, this irritated. I won't say irritated, but it was. So before the class, you have to take a motorcycle safety foundation e-course. So I had to take four hours before I got to the classroom. I already took this stuff. So were there, I think you said, were there people in the class that had been riding for a while? Yeah. So so there's one guy that was had his permit, and he's been on and off throughout the last couple of years um, riding. Another guy been riding. So there's like three riders that have done it, and then there was two newbies. Um, the funny thing it was us two newbies. I failed. The other guy made it through without a problem, and or made it through. And then one of the other guys failed it, and I knew where he failed it to. He failed on some of the same tests I did, um, or evaluations. But you know, the guy was the instructor was pretty cool. Says we got time, let's retake it. So I have a certificate from the dealership. I have a new shirt. So so officially, I have a Harley shirt. First Harley shirt. Wow. Nice. I have a Harley shirt. Um, I think all riders do, whether they admit it or not. <laughs> yeah. So, so 
Yeah. The the dealership was pretty cool. <laughs> it goes like, yeah. yeah. Got <laughs> what else was I going to say? Um, oh, the other thing the dealership does that's pretty cool is that if anybody's a military vet or a first responder, they get the class for free. Oh, wow. So it kind of gives cool. them... cool. It is. So, so, so as much as I'll... I'll Former I'll, first responders, too? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Doubt it. Um, kind of, I will say that I do rag on Harley sometimes on this show. I will say this much, that it's pretty cool that the dealerships do give this rider program to uh, two riders, yeah. beginners. I wish, I think other dealers or manufacturers should try to do something with this as well to get them in the showroom because, mm-hmm. I mean, that's why people buy the Harleys is because they get them and they ride them and they get them in the show. Yeah. yeah. And the, the company is, is hugely involved in everything. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, look at some of these other things like, there are some other manufacturers they don't even do demos. Yeah. I mean you can you can go get a test ride from a dealership, but you know, they don't they don't bring the demo truck around or if they do, nobody knows about it. Right. You know, yeah. it's that kind of thing. So Or you gotta dig for it and everything else. So that's kinda of one of those things. So but yeah. That is too cool. But speaking of demos, Modus is expanding their demo days and their Yeah. There was some note in their last newsletter about all dealers have test bikes now or something like that. Wow. So yeah, if so, you're on the Modus newsletter, check that thing out. Cause is is there a Modus dealership in Raleigh or in in Charlotte? In Raleigh, not in Charlotte, but it is in Raleigh. And their test rides are this weekend. And of course, we're in Atlanta. So yeah, yeah. So so you know what that means, right? Since they say they have test bikes, you know what that means, right? <laughs> Wait, we are John's going to ride a Modus before me. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm not that brave yet. That means Rich. <laughs> You need to get on the Harley and come up. I yeah. do. I do. Come up, take a little spin. You and Rico come up, and we can ride over there. I know where the yeah. tip is. Yeah. It's on uh, the north part of Raleigh. It's not bad. So go in there, and you can take a little motorcycle ride. And I have not been to Raleigh yet since I've been in Charlotte, so that is a definite must before. It's it's a, it's a very interesting city, I'll say that much. It's it's As I say to people that have never been there, I call it a country city. Country city. Because it's a city, but it's so spread out that you don't feel like you're in a city. There's no, like, I mean, like, you go to Charlotte, you know, there's a lot of downtown. Mm -hmm. Raleigh really doesn't have a lot in downtown. There's not a lot. And it's spread out a lot. So it's kind of of an interesting place. The skyline could just as easily be a a suburb of Atlanta. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's more buildings here, up here in Buckhead than there is in Raleigh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to be honest, I mean, it's not. Big. I mean, some of the downtown, they're trying to revive downtown and make it bigger and try to get more people downtown, but that's, it's not that. So. Does Raleigh have a height restriction too? Like one of those things where nothing can be taller than the Capitol or? No, they have buildings taller than the Capitol. There's a Red Hat, Red Hat's downtown now. There's a new convention center with a Marriott that's pretty tall. Okay. Um, I, I, I don't know why they haven't done much, but you know, you know, I think Charlotte, the big thing about Charlotte is it's the financial. Yeah. Bank, banking. Yeah. Banking and really Raleigh doesn't have that. It's more, it's more the research triangle. You know where out where I kind of. Well, and that's the thing too, right? At the research triangle park, where there's more, there's probably a lot more square footage, but it's spread out. It's just not yeah. vertical. Like if you come through, the, you see a sign on I forty says research triangle park. You're entering it. You'll have no idea because the biggest building right now, now in research triangle is quintiles. All the other buildings are below the tree lines. So you're just driving along. The EPA's there. Uh, GlaxoSmithKline, Bear, they're there. There's IBM. They just aren't taller than the tree lines. Huh. They want. They spread out low. Different parks. Is it kind of like uh, Hilton Head? Kind of like everything 
two le- one level, two levels tops. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, two three levels. Mm-hmm. And then, have you heard of uh, the other company that's big in the area? SaaS. SaaS. No. SaaS is a privately owned software company. They have like twenty six buildings. Last time I knew, mm-hmm. off of I forty, you don't even know it's there. Wow. Anyway, so we should. Anything else you want to talk about, and we can, or we want yeah, to wrap this up, I or think no, we should wrap it up at midnight. Florida's, and I still need time to process this. Yeah, you just punched us in the gut. Now we're just trying to soak it in, and yeah, my brain's doing some crazy calculations. So, <laughs> so the first time, I, I, the only inkling I got was probably three, four months ago. You sent me a, a classified link to a used uh, spider. Did I? I forget what it was, but it was like thirteen or fourteen thousand. And you were like, "Hey, what do you think of this?" And I was like, "I don't know. It's the used bike. I don't know." <laughs> like, what? yeah, I don't remember you sending me that, but okay. It was an email or a text one day. You just you shot it to me out of the blue. I don't know then. And I was like, "Ah, oh, okay, well." And I just I dug around a little bit. I'm like, "Yeah, it seems like a good deal," but I don't I don't know much about them. So yeah. Yeah. that was the only clue. And you blew it. And other than the. <laughs> You did mention one time that you said if you ever did get a bike, Natalie said it would have to be a spider or a slingshot. And that's it. Other than that, you've yeah. never mentioned it. It, it. That was in an episode we talked about that. Yeah. yeah. You guys kind of said that. And I know there's been, so even in fact, when we had Ted on from Motorcycle Men, this was in the works when he started razzing me about riding bikes. <laughs> so this is, it, that's it's been how, going on a while. Yeah. Okay. So I think this has been, let's see, this is what, this is May. I'd probably say March time frame. Yeah. It's been kind of building up, building up, and Natalie's kind of like, yeah, do this. And the amount of research I've done, uh, you know, on gear and everything else, you just want to talk about different gear with the helmets and what to buy. I mean, I've gone through, uh, I've used Revzilla. I went to, uh, which is really cool is there's a, you know, Revzilla has pretty cool prices and reviews, but there's a dealership not far from us in, 20 minutes away from the house. Um, not where I got the bike, but another dealership. It has Cortex um, gear, and their prices were right on with Revzilla. Oh. So that was pretty cool. I could just walk in there, try it on, so, yeah. you know, get the jacket, and, you know, so it's a it's kind of a black. It has a couple of um, stripes of high-vis yeah. green on it. So I think that's the smarter way to do it. If yeah, I think you buy stuff online, you don't know how it fits or how it looks in person, how it's going to fit you. Yeah. So to go into yeah. a store and actually physically touch it yeah. and try it on, I think that's the best way to do it. Then if you want to buy that same jacket, if you find a deal online, buy it online because you know exactly how it fits you. And the other cool helmet, thing Or is, shoes or pants. With the jacket, I mean, it's three-piece. So it's a three-season. So it's mesh. Then there's a, a lining. lining for waterproof. And then there's a thermal vest inside. So it all comes out. Wow. And um. So as I was saying on the Saturday when I was taking the class, it was hot. I'm sitting in this jacket. And I'm I'm warm. These other guys are out there in these short, these short, or regular long sleeve shirts because we said we could wear those. I'm sitting in the jacket. And the instructor goes, "You want that day off?" And I'm like, "No, it's okay." And and the funny thing is, I'm sitting there sweating. And the next thing, a breeze comes along, and I'm like, "Oh, nice!" Now I see what they mean by this thing has built in air <laughs> because I mean it's keeping the sweat and then just. Air blows through and it just cools you off. So, uh-huh. like, right. and once you got moving, it was fine, right? Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah. And I had a helmet on, and the helmet wasn't bad. 
So I was, I was happy with the helmet. So that's one to look at, Rich, if you, is the uh, Quest or the GT Air, if you want the, uh, yeah. but the the modular ones, even the um, the modular ones, it seems like all the modules were the pieces where you slide up is where they get the damaged parts mm. for, so. Well, the, there was, a, when I did the, the Can-Am test ride that time, there was a guy there and he had a, a pretty couple of big gashes in his face and it was from wrecking a motorcycle with a modular helmet and it came apart and gashed him. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So it was pretty ugly looking. So, so talking about that, I'll give you another fact. And then if you want to wrap this up, we can. I have a chart from the class that shows a helmet. Where do you think the most damage on a helmet or face happens? I think you gave it away to face. No, just uh, what part of the head? What part of your head? Uh, For crashes or just in general? Crashes. I think because you're going to fall on your cheek, that whole area. Cheek. Cheek Probably the chin. I would say the chin. Chin, yeah. 34% of damage is done to your chin. Hint, hint, Rich. Yeah. Did you not see what I was wearing today? Yeah. I saw what you were wearing today. That 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 happened to uh uh Jaeger's dad. Oh yeah. Dave. Yeah. Went down, yep. Yeah. Scraped up his face. Mm-hmm. Half helmet. Now, now the next kicker asked another well, since I said there's gonna be that. I'll ask you the next question. Well, the other thing I was gonna say about the helmet is the they say the most common um damage to the helmet is right on top because when you drop it. <laughs> oh, yeah. like when you that's have true. it somewhere where it shouldn't—it rolls off the bike, off and yeah. Hits the ground. And that's the other thing. The class, the guy said, is don't you know? Once you drop the helmet, you have to re, you know pretty replace it because it could be damaged or something. You don't know if it's going to be damaged internally or whatever. So, how high does it have to be before I was, you take it back? I was reading that that was more of a farce because the the impact. Helmets are made to take one shot, but that assumes your head is in the helmet. Okay. Because it's the foam will absorb one hit. But like the helmet itself dropping on the ground with nothing in it. That's the shield cracks. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's uh, Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And then the next thing, what's the second most important gear to wear? Boots. No. Gloves. Yep. (laughs) Because you want to try to catch yourself. What's that? You're going to try to catch yourself with your hands. Your hands yeah. going to go go down. Yeah, you want some kind of Kevlar. Yeah. Yeah. And that's true because when I came off mine, that's that's my glove took the a, a big hit um as far as the damage. Yeah. That in uh my forearm. Yep. And then my shoulder. I think Yeah, I just scraped the side of my helmet. My Cortex gloves I think are have goat skin as part of it and then they have knuckle pieces on the top, so. Yeah. So Kevlar hand, you want the Kevlar. Yeah, I don't remember what I have, but these are pretty Pretty well. That's cool. that's what's going to take the hit, big hit, yeah. and then sliding down the side. All yeah. this all here. So we're sitting over here. And then too. too, if you ever did come off, don't stay on one side. Roll, roll because asphalt gets hot. <laughs> <laughs> gets real hot. That's so, if you can move. Yeah, but you want to roll. Yeah, you don't want to kind of slide on one side if you can help. Yeah, yeah. You want to kind of roll. No, yeah, unless you're from experience. Unless you're a Moto GP racer and you got full leathers or something. Yeah, you slide off into the grass, into the gravel, and yeah, to the bag of bag of hay. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's that's some freaky stuff. But yeah. Anyways, so Rich is over here. As everybody's saying, in fact, it's interesting sitting over here seeing Rich and Rico both smiling. 
I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm so happy for you. I just I just want to come over and hug you. And kiss yeah, you. I can't. <laughs> I can't put it into words. Yeah, I'm glad, guys. Quite exactly. So, so. I, so I mean, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, I know I know you're looking for Wendy for something, but yeah, yeah. So yeah. So speaking of Wendy and uh, Brianna, they're both taking the, the motorcycle class together uh, in June. Nice. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. Four day class too. Yep. That'd be good. Yeah, yeah I do need. I do need to do it. It's it's on my list for it, sure. It's going to be a lot of interesting stuff. I mean, they've well, Wendy's already ridden. Has Brianna yeah. ridden? No, this will be her first time with yeah any kind of bike. Yeah. Is there any experience required to take it? Like, can you can you come in completely fresh? Old, yeah, yeah. I be like, I've I've never used a clutch. I've never ridden yep, a bike. Yep, I don't anything yep. about it. You can walk right in there. Uh, mm-hmm. They teach you the friction zone. Yeah, the they, friction zone on how to yeah. do it, and that was one of the things that I, I kind of didn't get. But yeah, I was like, okay, where's the friction zone? And kind of one of those things. And the one thing that I have to say about the class is, you know, make sure they teach you to make sure your hands over the clutch. So if anything ever happens, immediately just pull the clutch and it's mm-hmm. going to stop power. Um, you know, hand on the handbrake. Wendy probably won't have any problems since she's been riding. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be, I mean, it's not bad for somebody going in there. Just be patient. Cold and cold. Yeah. So that's, it's going to be interesting to hear, uh, their stories. I want, I probably should give a video of that. Uh, with, with, yeah. Uh, Wendy having some experience. The only reason she's taking it again is because she took it in North Carolina and we live in South Carolina and they didn't recognize it. So she's going to take the class again. So she's just kind of putting it off. Yeah, so I'm hard, real yeah. curious to see what it, what it's going to be like for me because I've, you know, I've been on a bike for oh, you most fail. of 16. Years. You're going to fail bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm sure I've developed habits where they're yeah. going to be like, no, dude, you got to break that. So like, <laughs> that's going to kill you. The, the interesting thing is, I'll tell you this much: do not take your own bike if you do it the Harley or whatever. Don't use your own bike because use what they have. Because I know the guy it's with easier. this the CVO. With the rake on it and making some of the turns, he yeah. says he would never been able to do it. Yeah. I mean, they want you to do this like <clears throat> the ninety degree turn is literally a ninety degree, and like you have your motorcycle. Yeah. What's it with? Like, you can't do it on a sport bike either. My my deuce doesn't does not turn very well. So you got like nine. I mean, it's like two foot. You know, box you got to turn and you take off and you, from a dead stop and you got to turn. Yeah. In this thing, it's like. You want me to do what with this thing? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. The LR would be okay, but the deuce, yeah. no, the rake, and as long as that is, it's like. Yeah. yeah. So, and then doing that U turn, I mean, in this little spot, I mean, I'm like, all right. Yeah. I'm just sitting here taking this class. I'm like, yeah, don't worry about it. I'm not to this be- day, I still work on my U turns. That's something I totally keep, I try to keep practicing. Yeah. I work yeah. on my slow ride a lot. Did you see today? Yeah. How slow I was going yeah. for a while there? Yeah, that's the other thing we had to learn how to do was try to come to almost a complete stop and then use now the throttle put the foot down and, and take of, off. Yeah. You know, come to like a what do you call it, a California stop or something mm-hmm. where you pretty much come to almost a dead stop, but then you take off. Well, yeah. Yep. The, the cool thing is, I'm not sure if you can find it, but if you go over find out where the Harley dealership does their riding course in Charlotte, yeah, there, there's markings on the path on what you got to do. Mm. So if you just went over there, you could see some of the stuff they have to do. Yeah. So someplace to go interesting, take a class. So. Yep. Well, all right. Well, thanks for sharing, man. I'm I'm glad. I'm happily surprised that you bottled that up and uncorked it on us totally unannounced. I, I'm it's awesome. I'm finally happy it's out, and it's been planning. I've been stressing. It's been one of those things. Wow. No wonder he wanted us to set up all the equipment. I know. He's like, 
Come on, get all the mics, yeah. so you can, everything. Yep, the amp. The, he brought his stand. He recorder. Got his, he's got his he's boom got, in the yeah, hotel. He came prepared. <laughs> I think because, we're just sitting down doing a sound test. I'm like, well, okay, I'll turn the recorder on. Sure. That's awesome. Because I thought it'd be better that we could, I could have told you guys sideline. On yeah. this, I, I but, think, but but nothing like getting you live on the air recording this, right? Because right. you guys would have known I would have been talking about you. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. But catching you guys, yeah, on the air, holy recording cold. this, yeah, <laughs> totally. It was totally worth it. So totally worth it. Tomorrow's going to suck even worse now. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because we got to tell Aaron. Yeah, Aaron, your show's getting moved back to forty six. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? John bought a bike. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She'll be she I think she'll be cool with that. Yeah. Yeah, this definitely has to go out before. Wow. I still can't believe John got a bike. <laughs> and although we debate the fact of of whether or not a spider is a motorcycle or not, I think in the end we agreed that it is a motorcycle. So congratulations again to John. That is gonna be a fantastic ride and I can't wait to join up with you and put some miles on it. Okay, now as promised in the beginning of the episode, I said we'd give you a preview of the next few episodes coming out for the show. So while we were in Atlanta, we had the opportunity to interview three different people that have different ties into the motorcycle community. So we started with a great conversation that we also recorded video for with Ms. Aaron Shaw, who's the vice president and manager for the Jekyll and Hyde Company in the U.S. And we learned about there are amazing pipes for Harley, Indian, BMW, and others. It's really an, an innovative design, and I think everyone's going to enjoy the, the interview and, of course, the video. Uh, Aaron also has a very fast motorcycle, to which I had a chance to ride, albeit briefly, while we were in Atlanta. We also had a great opportunity to spend some time with Jocelyn Dorsey, who has a long history in the TV industry. And just to give you some background, Jocelyn has been at WSB-TV Channel 2 in Atlanta for 43 years. Starting out as an anchor and reporter, she's the first African-American to do so in the Atlanta area. She then moved to the Director of Editorials and Public Affairs. So we had a chance to sit down in Jocelyn's office at Channel 2 to talk specifically about motorcycles and riding, as she is a longtime Harley-Davidson rider. We had a great time during this conversation and another one that we just can't wait to share with everyone. And lastly. We interviewed an incredibly talented artist by the name of Robert Rivera, who does work mostly with airbrushes um, on motorcycles, helmets, boats, and other items. This gentleman does some amazing work, and we also captured video for this segment to share as well in the next few weeks. So a lot of exciting things coming up in the future. Like we said, we can't wait to share them, and we really hope the the videos come through as well. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Show notes and links including images for this episode, can be found on our website, loudpipes.net slash 44. And the best way to keep up with the show is to subscribe. On the right side of our website, you'll find links to iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and now Google Play Music. If you enjoy the show, want to keep it ad-free, and receive generous rewards for your contribution, check out our donation page at loudpipes.net slash donate, and be sure to click on the Patreon image. There's also a link for one-time donations, and support of any size is greatly appreciated. If you can't support the show monetarily, we understand, and the next best thing to do is tell a friend and leave a star rating or review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. 
If you feel it's less than five stars or have other questions or comments, please drop us a note at feedback at rwstudios.com or click the feedback link on our website. So John and Rico aren't here. I'm closing this one out myself, but I will still put the kickstands up and ride out. Take care, everyone. This has been an R-Dub Studio production. Check us out at rdubstudios.com, iTunes, or Stitcher Radio.